What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tuck Rule Takes, episode 51. The now 51 is a very special number. Most people would say this is the Gerard Mayo episode. It was number 51, but no, no, no. This is the Ronnie Perkins episode of Tuck Rule Takes. Ronnie Perkins is number 51. He has not played this year. That's probably why the Patriots linebacking core has sucked because they're their their savior i can only compare him liam you know how you feel about cam newton i that's... mean probably the same way that you know all the arabs think of allah and whatnot exactly so that so ronnie perkins is my allah so this is episode 51 um did you think that i was going to say ronnie perkins i really thought that we were going to go offensive lineman for the first one. Then we were going to throw all our love into Gerard Mayo. Cause that's, yeah. that's my underrated lockdown Patriots player of the last decade. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gerard Mayo uh, currently uh, he's, he's a coach. Who's he a coach for? Patriots. The Patriots. Away. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that's why I just, I, I, there's been, there's been talk about people being upset that players keep coming back and coaches coming back. And it's like, maybe because there has been good. Um, but anyways, this is, this is Tark Rule Takes, episode 51, coming off episode 50, the big court, the big half century mark. Uh, Liam, I know you're doing well. I'm doing well. Do you know why? We're coming off a Ravens game. Oh, no, not a Ravens game. A Green Bay Packers game. That this is eerily similar to last year. Yeah. Very eerily similar to last year. Because last season, Patriots ended up one in three. Heartbreaking loss to the Bucks, a game that coming out of it, it was the we don't take moral victories, but X, Y, and Z. You know, but. there was a there was a questionable call at the end of the game of that Bucks game. The dude, you go for it on fourth, do you kick it? What do you yep. do? There were question marks in this game. Um, and then the Patriots then went two and four. They lost to the Cowboys to so bring them to two and four. Then they rattled off seven games. So Patriots are in a, are in a good spot. But Liam, Green Bay. Overall thoughts before we dive in, how you feeling? Where do you want to start with this? Because there is a lot. This game felt like it took years off of my life. It with did. How long it, was, it, it was tension that you could cut with a knife. Mm-hmm. Palpable tension from start to finish. It was fantastic. I said it. I met it. I'm here to represent it. I'm here for it. I love it. Right. The Patriots are a good fucking team. I don't want to hear anything else. Any slander, any criticism. This is a good fucking team. And I realized we have been a good team this entire one and three stretch. The only reason we have not won more games is truly quarterback play. We criticized Mac Jones when he came out and kind of stunk against the, you know, the Steelers. He was... Not great, not yep. atrocious. Yep. Miami, not 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 too good, not, not great, not yeah. bad. Yeah. But if we got even Mac Jones of last year, I'd say we're two and two, maybe three and one. At worst, yeah, yeah. I think two and two at worst. Yeah. But he's just taking some unnecessary shots. Mm-hmm. In this game here, Brian Hoyer doesn't get a chance to play really. He's in there for you know a, one a careless whisper. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and on. then he he's out our third string rookie fourth round pick from some no-name school comes in Mm -hmm. toe-to-toe and I was thinking about this I was talking with my buddy playing our high school rival the tension the the nerves that you would get up playing a high school rival this dude 
a rookie fourth rounder, his college competition paled in comparison to the Green Bay Packers, who he had to play being led by three or maybe four time MVP Aaron in Lambo in Lambo. What? And then to go to overtime. Granted, by that point, the Patriots' offense had kind of dissipated. Overall, though, this is a fucking fantastic team. Mm-hmm. Uh, fanta- oh, fucking fantastic is a little over-exaggerated. This is a damn good team Yes. with, once again, every time we have to come up here and say this, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach, and it's not close. It's not Every close. time I talk to all my customers, Customer after customer saying the Patriots are going to get smoked. This is going to be ugly. I don't know about this one. I just had a feeling. I'm like, every time they expect it to be a blowout, it's always close. Mm -hmm. I trust Bill Belichick. I know that they are either going to win this or, you know, lose by like a field goal, even a touchdown. I could talk myself into a touchdown. Like, you know, that would suck. I said in the last show, if we lose by three, this is a moral victory. We lost by three. This is a fucking victory. Yeah, it's one of those things where moral victory is still a loss. And this is the same shit we were saying last season yep. after the loss of the Bucks. I actually I went back and looked at the episode. We were saying almost the exact same shit we're going to say in this episode. Moral yeah, victory. We thought still we'd be smoked. We're like, oh no, this Bucks offense is crazy. Exactly. Totally different reasoning. But, you know, then it was, you know, you have the yeah. rookie, this and that. This, it was. You have the backup. Then it turned into you have the assistant to the regional manager, the backup to the backup. You <laughs> had come in. to the regional Bailey man. Zappi looked like I saw some crazy thing on um, on Twitter. If you look at both pictures of Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones together, Bailey Zappi looks like an actor that would play Mac Jones in a story about Mac Jones. I didn't see that. It's crazy. He looks <laughs> just, like the Alabama story. Yeah, he looks like a little like a little thing. Um, dude, this this game almost like like. I feel like this is, oh God, and I hate it because, oh, how far Patriots fans have fallen. I feel really fucking good going forward. Really? But this Very isn't, good. this isn't, this isn't new. This isn't different because we have felt good. We can explain oh, yeah. off the, the, the three losses. We mm-hmm. can explain down to a T why those happened. Yep. And we've kind of just summed it up where most of it is, you can group it all together into not great quarterback play. It hasn't been shitty. That hasn't been the sole reason. There's been mm-hmm. some mistakes, probably some poor routes run by receivers yep. and whatnot. Yep. Overall, it comes down to quarterback play. We've been saying there's nothing to worry about. You're thinking, what is it, seven-game win streak? I'm roughly around there, maybe a game mm-hmm. or two less. But yeah. we both think that there is winning on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So th- I don't want people who are listening to be like, oh, my God, they are fair weather fans. Now all of a sudden they keep a close game with the Packers and they think the season's together. No, we have no. been thinking this consistently. We have been the shepherds in the Valley of Darkness here guiding your righteous asses to the playoffs. Yes. Yes. Oh my, I was so happy when you, you texted me before we came on here. You were like, yeah, I'm pumped. I have, I'm ready to go. I got strong opinions. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm like, we are going to, He's going to come in and maybe like say, and I don't know why I thought it because generally we're on the same page in this stuff yeah. where it's like, we are. You don't, you don't overreact to losses. Don't overreact to wins. I mean, be excited, yeah. all that. But this was, I mean, you took just, just to break it down. Your third string rookie quarterback took Aaron. And I know they're not on the same field at the same time, but yes. him and Aaron Rodgers. The Patriots against Green Bay Packers went to overtime. Yeah. 
in the Patriots had their third stringer. That means that the offense pretty damn good in the defense showed up. I know in the second half, Aaron Rodgers did his thing and I know his numbers looked good, but I still don't think he played as good as his numbers look in the second half. Like, I mean, still don't get me wrong. Yeah. He showed up. And he, he did the Aaron best Rodgers. he can against a bill Belichick led defense. Like, yeah. What are you supposed to do? The greatest quarterbacks in the world struggle with a defense that is schemed up. If bill gives you a week, he's like, all right, I have, you know, six days to plan for this quarterback. I don't care if it's Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Nope. Pick whatever quarterback is your goat, whatever goat is your favorite. Bill will put up a good game plan to limit his usual production. If Aaron Rodgers is used to scoring 36 points, then hell, you know, maybe we hold him to 27 like this game. Drew Brees used to putting up 40. Well, we'll probably hold Drew to 31 and just so on and so forth. Yep. Yeah, it was one of those things. And I think since I since we're talking about defense, I want to start with someone on defense, guy who we kind of had high hopes for. I think you might have even picked him as one of the rookies that would that would show up, one of the Joneses. But Jack Jones, my God, he took off the six armbands and he became a baller. Jack <laughs> baller. Jones had don't ever put those back don't on. Don't ever put where are the sleeves. He had yeah. forced fumble, fumble recovery of said forced fumble. Pick yep. six. He's got to work on his tackling a little bit. Um, that is, you know, that most corners can't tackle. I'm not even most corner, and especially a rookie corner feeling himself a little bit. Um, I I don't think that Bill Belichick gets the credit for how good he drafts or values or um like uh what's it called? Uh talent scouts the corner position. You go yeah. from Ty Law to Asante Samuel, to yeah. Darrell Revis, which was an easy pick, but still, Darrell yeah. Revis, you still got him. Stephon Gilmore, Malcolm Butler, J.C. Jackson, those two, he, yep. he he built them up. And then you have Jonathan Jones, who is doing very well. He got burned. He Jonathan he Jones let up a couple, a couple passes, but that was Aaron Rodgers putting the ball where it had yeah. to go. Anywhere else, Jonathan Jones would have knocked And I down. saw Jonathan Jones make a few good tackles, too, where I'm yep. like, all right, you know, I'm like I just said, I'm not expecting much in the tackling department from corners. No, 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 because a lot of times they go for the strip, which is what happened with Jack Jones. But and then you draft Jack Jones. We all thought, or I thought that Marcus Jones, who we're going to talk about too, I thought Marcus Jones that was, was going to be the guy. It, yeah, it, it seems like Jack it's, Jones. It's Panda Jack is going to be the guy. And the reason why, after the game, the quote he said, he said, "I feel disrespected if you throw an out route against me." He doesn't buddy, like that, but that's the shit you need as a corner. That's what you need. And I know there were some, I forget, uh, some, uh, Peter King who writes for sports illustrated was like, like, Oh, like this, this rookie's going to come out and say, you know, say this shit. Yeah. You know why? Because as a corner, you gotta have that mentality. Have and to. I yeah. love it. Jalen Ramsey like, talks shit from the second he got in the league. He talks shit to everything. And guess what? Ram- you still get burned. You're not going to be perfect as a corner. Like no. you, I mean, no one's Darrell Revis. No one's Deion Sanders. No. You know, no one are those people. You're still going to get burned, but just they, I forget who it was, but one of the Patriots reporters put like kind of a compilation of, of the out routes that Jack Jones has covered all year. 
He breaks on them very quick. I think only maybe one was completed. Otherwise, he's tackling you immediately, knocking the ball out, deflecting it. He he puts his foot in the ground and he attacks the ball in the out route. Jack Jones, fucking love him. Spoiler, he is in the running for my game breaker for next week. Maybe. Maybe. I I will spoil it. He is my game breaker, like clear cut. This was a phenomenal performance. How surprised do you scale of one to ten were you at Jack Jones's performance? 10 I, and yeah, I'm not even like kidding. didn't 10. see it coming. I expected not even, I, I expected just, he's a warm body, put him out there. He'll, he'll, I don't know. He'll, we were talking about how a rookie has to step up and like be, be that next JC Jackson, you know, the next Stefan Gilmore, the next yep. great Patriots corner. Yep. I both, I think both of us, I definitely had Marcus Jones. As yeah, I guy. did. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The thing yeah. is though, the, it, it's bigger with, with, with Jack Jones now. Cause I was thinking about it and I heard them talking about this on the radio, Jack Jones, if he plays as good at, or continues to play, however good as he is, you move, you keep him on the outside, put Jonathan Jones on the inside so that miles Bryant doesn't have to get burned all the time. So you get Jonathan Jones back where he feels comfortable. Jack Jones on the outside. Jalen Mills when he comes back from his injury, which all all everything's pointing to him coming back. So Jalen Mills, <laughs> he's he's We've had seen a good this year. Before though, he's had a very good year though. He's he's been good. Yeah. You put him in there, like I, I think this going into the season, the corners were one of the things where we were like, ah, I don't think if it's going to be Top great. Two biggest worries. I I'm like one good game away from saying this is the team's strength, the secondary. Because you got the safeties, McCordy, Duggar, Phillips, fucking Phillips. Um, yep, and then uh, what's his name? Jabril Peppers. But he's been kind of coming in and out, linebacker or whatever. But he's a gadget guy. give me one good game. This Lions game, depending on what happens with the secondary, I'm ready to come in and just say this. And is this the is the highest position. scoring offense in the league, the Lions. Which they are, which we'll talk about that too when we get it's to the weird. Lions game. A little, a little like kind deceiving. of bullshit. very deceiving but yeah still they, they well, still yeah. do have a high powered offense but yeah jack jones he he had to be of all the things that have happened of course we're going to bring up the quarterbacks first but jack jones 10 out of 10 surprise i am ready to i'm i'm ready to kill for him i'm ready to ride or die now again if he shows up next game and gets burned you know for two touchdowns and does do anything then i take everything back yes of course we need to see, see that consistent happen. production after this i don't either Completely were you surprised? What were you? Oh, scale of one to ten. Ten. Easy mm-hmm. ten. Like you said, like just out of nowhere, where I was like, okay, force the fumble, fumble recovery. Great play. Yep. It's a hustle play. You don't see it often, but cool. Nope. Nope. Great pressure on Aaron Rodgers, forcing him to make not a great throw pass, obviously. Mm-hmm. But for Jack Jones, coming in stride, full speed, catching it over his yeah, shoulder. See, he had like, already passed back. the ball. Comes back, snags it, and he's just gone. Incredible play. He didn't yep. give up any big, like, severe plays late in the game that really killed him. The no. Romeo Dubes touchdown that ended up being dropped was Miles yep. Bryant. The one that he caught, I believe, was also Miles Bryant, but I yep. know it wasn't 13, so that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. He was able to hold up the rest of the game. You think Aaron Rodgers kind of go after him, but 10 out of 10 surprised. This guy is a stud, and I don't want to build on the hype too early. Is this the next great Patriots corner? Because it's 
it seems like it's it's a constant mold like you said yep. you went through the generations the two decades that we've been watching the constant cornerback success that just stems from the patriots and comes out of nowhere this guy was a fourth round pick yep got arrested for breaking into a panda express now is panda jack our next guy here panda so i need panda jack to 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 catch on because that's an awesome that's an awesome nickname. it is that's, that's my awesome man one. i was thinking that is he the next like maybe a cro- like he he reminds me right now of malcolm butler like the effort plays like that like knocking yeah. the ball out there that was a malcolm butler type play yeah. like picking the ball off though that was more of like your jc jackson and actually you know what they, they're both kind of the same mold i feel like he's going to be the next the next um, JC Jackson, like you said, yeah, JC Jackson, yeah, like something like that, or maybe obviously, you know, JC Jackson's real good, but I don't know. I know, I know that it's early. JC Jackson came out of nowhere, literally nowhere. He was just kind of he he was in, and then all of a sudden he had the one great year, another great year, and then he was gone to the Chargers for a billion dollars. Like I can easily see this happening. And again, like I said, Bill Belichick needs to get his props for drafting corners or for, for, for scouting corners, drafting, developing, whatever it is. Cause I don't know if they're this good when they come in the door, but after they've been in house, they're that good. It can't be a coincidence too. Cause even, even if you really want to get into it, miles Bryant, who he is getting burned on some things. Granted, I don't think he should be playing in the slot. Cause it seems like he's getting burned by faster guys. Even though I know he is quick. Miles Bryant is still doing well too. So he's not a bust by any means. Like, like, Bill Belichick, just he, for all the praise he gets for, for how much criticism he gets for not being able to draft or develop receivers. He, oh, oh we got a receiver to talk about too, but for say, not being able to draft receivers, he needs to get the credit tenfold for being able drafting to scout corners. corners. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Um, now if only Marcus Jones could show up, but honestly, I'm cool with Marcus Jones doing what he's doing. And he looked, he was the most electric returner on the field and maybe the most electric returner I watched all Sunday. I don't, I watched plenty of games. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of the kick returns, one of the things you take it out to the 20, the 25, like, you know, you don't really go far on his kick returns. He averaged 30 yards per on his punt returns. He averaged 25 and that's a big one because he, I remember he had a good punt return 30 yards on a kick return though. It's that's the average touchbacks 25. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but you got the, I, I remember seeing him on the punt return. He's taking yeah. it more. I mean, still, that's. I mean, I I feel like you found the guy, and, and he was the one coming out of college, anyways. That everybody said, yeah, was he's the most electric kick returner in yeah, he's crazy in college football history and whatnot. But and I expected from him a Jabril Peppers type thing where I figured he'd be the slot corner, yep. maybe bounce outside, he'd be returning punts. He's just a yep. speedster. So if he intercepted the ball, got it in his hands, he'd know how to return it. No, exactly. Do. Man, Jack Jones, like we we gave him our props. We ex- acknowledged that there was a lot of talk around him in camp. Yep. But he hopped, skipped, and leaped the depth chart of corners. Jumped right over him. Well, because in all of training camp, all the preseason, Marcus Jones was the starter. Jack Jones was the yeah. one that couldn't really see the field. He was playing in the third and fourth quarter of the second and third preseason game. So he was the guy rightly so that we all thought was going to be the one that was going to have to develop. Marcus Jones is going to be the starter. He leapfrogged him. And now I don't think I don't see a world where you cannot have him on the field for the majority of the defensive snaps. Can't oh, yeah. see. It. 
can't see it. Even yeah, when Jalen Mills comes back. Cause you got to think if you have Jalen Mills comes back or, or when Jalen Mills comes back, awesome. Him, Jonathan Jones, Mark, um, uh, Jack Jones, Miles Bryant so sprinkled Joneses. in there. And then just kind of, just kind of go from there. I mean, I think these two picks, the two Joneses are going to pan out this year. Um, I mean, you're talking about two, four, For different picks. reasons, but yeah. yeah, they'll both be successful. Yeah. I mean, and who knows, like maybe by the end of the year, we're talking about Jack Jones being the number one, being the number one corner on the team, you know, him, him, him following the, the, the mold of, you know, in a couple of years, he's going to get that big JC Jackson contract. Yeah. And then guess hey, what? I'll in a couple you. of years, Belichick's going to draft another one. Yep. When, when uh, Jack Jones eventually goes out the door for a $27 million contract, Bill yep. will just draft another one because yeah. why not? Yeah, he'll it. say, he'll say, oh, okay, well, I guess, I mean, let's see what, what last name should we go with now, guys? Uh, the Smith, yeah. are there any Smiths out there? I'll draft two oh, Smiths. There's 16 Smiths. All right, let's get around here. I'm going to get four I bet Bill loves the Smiths. <laughs> I bet he does. It's a boring name. It's a nice, boring thing for him. I bet he, I bet he likes that shit. Oh. That's definitely something he likes. Christ. Hey, um, one more good game from Jack Jones, though. That might have to be my next jersey purchase. I need one with the new uniforms. So I, uh, I'm thinking Jack Jones. One more put together game. I'm pulling one more. On that'd be that'd jersey. be the one. That'd be the yeah. one. I don't. Thirteen know. I, is a badass number too. Thirteen is a good one, yeah, especially for a corner. It's like it's a random one for a corner. Yeah, which, which I like. So, um, but yeah, the Joneses. I got I got nothing else to say about him. I'm pumped. Um, I I can't wait to see what happens with them. Like when they develop now, whenever Marcus Jones is back there on a punt return, I trust him to catch the ball more than I did miles Bryant. And also I trust him to make the decision. If he's going to fair catch it, run it, what he's going to do. And when he's running it, you actually have to pay attention because you're, you just see it when he gets the ball, his acceleration is like that. It's like instant. He gets it and he's gone. You know, he's even if he's only running for 15 yards, he at least knows where he's running to. And, and, you know, that, that's what you need as a punt or a kick returner. So I'm pumped for them. Cannot wait. Um, do you, do you want to move forward with another rookie or do you want to go negative or do you want to go somewhere else? I, I think we're both going in the same direction here with that first option. Let me just leave this one off. Let's go. If I had told you that our quarterback was, 10 of 15 for a touchdown and we were up by seven points Mm -hmm. at the end of the third quarter. Mm -hmm. Just telling you this last Tuesday, the last Mm -hmm. time we recorded, we are up seven going into the fourth. Our quarterback is throwing an extremely efficient game. I won't tell you the yards because 99 yards that, that makes you question it a little bit where you're like, why does he only have 99? What happened? But, 10 of 15, up a touchdown, game's almost over. What would you have thought last Tuesday? I mean, I would have said, listen, either you got – Brian Hoyer has this this game managed to death or maybe even Mac Jones came <laughs> back in to throw a little bit. I, I, I would not have guessed what actually happened. No, not absolutely not. million years would I have guessed what, actually, what happened actually happened. Um, and it's a shame because I, I kind of wanted to see Hoyer go, but – it was cool how it turned out. He he had a good drive. It was like a 57-yard drive or something, almost 60-yard drive. It ended in a yeah. field goal, kind of stalled a little bit there. But um, what did, he get, did he get a concussion? What was the injury? I, it was a head injury. So with everything that's going on with Tua, there's no way he's – there's no way Hoyer's coming back this week. Uh, for the Lions yeah, team, there's no. just no way they're not gonna they're not gonna let him come back. Uh, which I mean, granted, good because honestly, we got we got the Zap Man in. 
I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Although, listen, I, I do want to get just just the one the one thing that like I'll it's not even a negative. It's just like a critique. I I wish I hope he gets a little bit more comfortable in the pocket because on the last yeah. throw of the game, he had I've seen the re- they showed the replay so many times now I've I seen it see all this. over. He has Hunter Henry running a slant on the inside and he's open. He he's running up Hunter Henry does the little juke. Goes to the right. He's got a step and a half on the DB. Instead of throwing it there, Zappy gets a little, you know, twiddle feet and spins out of the pocket. That's the one where he spins out, runs to the corner, throws it. It's fourth and five. Then we all know we'll talk about what happens uh, after that. But he he had Hunter Henry. If he would have threw it to him there, he didn't have to spin out of the pocket. But again, it's not something I'm going to sit there and roast him for because he's a rookie playing his first game. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and by that point, like. The, the Patriots offense had just stalled the last three drives. It yeah, just completely it, like fell off, which yeah. I'm not mad about. Like that kind of fucking happens, I guess. It, it always, ha- and, and that's the, that's the thing people talking about. I mean, like, you know, d- different play calling, all that stuff. And, and I guess, well, I mean, you know, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll get into the play calling and everything now. Mm-hmm. So, so the Patriots, this offense without Mac Jones, they're going to run the ball a lot, guys. That's what they're going to do. And guess what? When you got Damian Harris ripping off 86 yards, Ramondre Stevens, uh, Stevenson ripping off 66 yards. And also catching ability by Ramondre Stevenson. Because Zappi wasn't pushing it downfield. No. Which, again, I don't expect him to. I'm not thinking he's going to air it out for five dubs. I just didn't want to throw any picks. That's all I wanted. (laughs) None. But a lot of checkdowns to Ramondre, he was cool. He was smart about it. He's like, I don't initially see anyone open. Maybe I could force it and get somebody open, but I got Ramondre Stevenson. He'll get seven. Yep. Yep. Just dump it off. Just dump it off. Yeah. So, and if you're not doing that, the Patriots are going to run the ball. They're running. And this is, I'll bring up Cole Strange's name once again. They ran behind Trent Brown and Cole Strange so much to the point where Trent Brown, there's a play. I don't, I forget when it was, what play it was, but Trent Brown, like pancake blocks someone. I think it was Stevenson ran for like seven yards. He backs up from the pile, turns to, to the Patriots sideline, goes like this and flexes on him. Like <laughs> run to my side, keep running to my side. That's <laughs> the shit you this. like to see. Then you got yeah. Cole Strange throwing people on the ground, getting in people's yep. faces, just being a dick on the field. I, that's- Got the bodyguards up front. You got the, oh my God. And then, and then when they're running to the right, you got Marcus Cannon finally making an appearance. Loved him being in the game. Yeah. Loved him being. And then you got strange swing, swing blocking. It's like, of course they're going to run the ball a lot. You got to call that too. Marcus yep. Cannon actually getting some time. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Marcus Cannon, the other thing who he replaced for a little bit there, Isaiah Wynn, he missed the block that led to the Hoyer concussion. He missed yep. the block that led to a strip sack of Zappy. Then he had, this was great, a false start and a holding call on back-to-back plays, which crazy. Like he 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 had and then there were just a litany of other plays where he was just not great. I haven't seen such ineptitude from an offensive lineman since like uh, Winston Justice completely oh, ate oh. shit. Uh, for, he was Eagles against the Packers. He had three straight holding calls. And it happened so quick. It's just happening so quick with him. Cause it seemed like he was the guy where it's like, okay, like he's, he'll Solid. have like, he's, he's a rock. Almost, almost like Trent Brown, where it's like, he'll have like a holding call, maybe a game, mm-hmm. but like he's for the most part, he's going to be solid. You plug him over there. You don't really have to worry. 
he has just spiraled further and further and further to the point where I don't, I know he's probably going to start because Cannon is still getting his, you know, sea legs under him and all that stuff. I loved this six lineman shit they were doing. That was awesome. Yeah. But which is out of necessity too. like, if, if yeah. Isaiah wins going to be like that, then fuck you. We're going to have to load up. Yeah. You got to plug him in. And then at that point in the game, the Patriots were like, you know what? Listen, you know, we're going to run it. We know we're going to run it. So this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to load up heavy package, have Hunter Henry over there as well, because that's all he fucking does is block. And we are just going to run down your throats. And the Patriots did it. And that is why leading to the end, the play calling people complaining about the play calling towards the very end of the game, but it's really an overtime. That final, final, final drive is where I'm seeing people bitch about it. So Patriots ripped off five yards on first down, second and five. Ran up the middle on second down. Didn't, no gain. Then that was, then after that, the third and five, that was the spin around where he had Hunter Henry for a second. If he would have stayed in the pocket, he would have seen him. He spun out of the pocket, whatever. Patriots punt the ball. A couple different questions there. First thing, people saying, put the ball in the kid's hand. I keep seeing that shit. Put the ball in the kid's hand. Put the ball. Put the ball in the kid's hand. This isn't Mac Jones. This isn't first round pick Mac Jones we're talking about. This is Bailey Zappi thrusted into a game in Lambeau in overtime on third on the on the second drive in overtime or the first drive in overtime. His first first ever overtime overtime. to go win the game against Aaron Rodgers. Put the ball in his hand. Yeah, and, and I don't want to sound crass or crude here because what <laughs> Bailey Zappi did was great. Yeah, he awesome. came in through an efficient game. You know, a hundred yards is nothing to sneeze at. The I best probably he could. couldn't throw a hundred yards in an NFL game. I don't know that touchdown to Parker. That nice little. I thought it was never going to get there, but like that lob that just took that's forever. The thing. It hung in the air forever. Something about his passes. He just doesn't have much zip on the ball. Like, no, the ball isn't flying in there. No, I don't think he's With, confident. No, and, and that maybe that's it. And it's like something like that makes me think, like, is he an NFL quarterback where he just can't make those throws or was he just too nervous to do it? Because mm-hmm. the Devontae Parker one, I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to get picked. It's going to get picked. And then somehow he was, like, wide open and ran yeah. underneath it. The yeah. whole play felt like it took, like, nine seconds long. Yeah, it felt weird. like it was in the air for a half hour. I'm like, very weird. Whoa, whoa, Same whoa. thing. He threw one to Nelson Aguilar, too, on the um, – I think it was he was slanting to the yes. left at one point. I was like, dude – I get it, but I I, I would say that Hunter Henry on a on a corner route too. Like, yeah, must have been the fourth quarter. I think it was yeah. third and long, and they got mm-hmm. him just short. But he yeah. threw it to Hunter Henry. Not much zip on the ball. I'm like, oh my god! And no. then like Hunter Henry no. was able to box him out. Yeah, so I, he was great. He did a lot for a third string rookie quarterback. But yep. I'm not expecting much. Where like his passes didn't blow me away. Like when Aaron Rodgers came in to relieve Brett Favre, you saw some zip on the ball. You saw some people go, wow, this guy's fantastic. Granted, Aaron Rodgers was the 24th overall pick. Maybe yeah. Zappi was, you know, 90th or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. But no, I would not be saying put the ball in the kid's hands. No, 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 no. no. We want to make this simple. We want to make this easy. We have a good team. We don't need to throw it all on this guy. No, God, no, you have been running down. And this is the other thing I see. Oh, you know, you know, weak play calling on there. 
So the Patriots have been running down the Packers throats the entire game. And I'm not yeah. saying every, every run is ripping off five, six yards. That's no. not, that's not, it, it's just grand scheme. People watching this game say the Patriots were having their way running the ball. Yeah. They ran the ball 33 times. They yeah. have done a fucking decent 167 job. yards. I think. Yeah. 166, 160 something. Yeah. 167 yards. Yeah. What, in what world do you, and I get that the run kind of up the middle was, you know, not great at that point, but they were running up the middle, but to the left side behind Cole strange and Trent Brown Cole. And again, last week I said it, the mistakes are always catastrophic. Cole strange misses a block. Packers uh, linebacker comes in and stuffs that run. Every single time that run happens during the game, Cole strange is blocking the shit out of someone. But of course, when it needs to happen, on the he potential game the block, running, driving over to them. whiffs on the block, boom. Like, so I have no issue with that play calling. I think, I think maybe fuck it. You should have ran it on third and five too. Like yeah. maybe, maybe do that whole like power thing where you got Cole Strange come over, you know, crack block people, try to figure it out. I mean, no, but like I was saying before the play, because the Patriots called the timeout before they ran that third and five, I was talking to my dad because we were watching the game because I'm up here in New Hampshire. And I was in, he was like, oh, you know, what do they do? Do they run it this and that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm not going to be mad either way because if they want to throw it, I get it because it's third and yeah. five, you know, it's throwing bold, the ball. They might not be expecting it. Yeah, and, you know, throwing the ball might be a little easier to get there, you know, maybe a quick little route, which they had, by the way. So everybody talking shit about the offense. They had the play. I'm going to go back and look at this. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, he had him there. I'll, um, I'll, I'll retweet it from the Tuck Rule Takes account. So, so, so we'll be able to look at it. But you could see he had the play. No, no, no crazy, you know, diss to him he's a rookie whatever but the play was there if they ran it i wouldn't have been mad either even though it's three straight runs patriots have been having their way all day so i i i I don't get the hatred for those play callings i don't understand that i don't think the play calling was bad at all it was conservative it was uh, put zappy in a good position to succeed the Devontae parker play call where that was a touchdown incredible play call all Mm -hmm. The actions going to the left, drag a receiver across the right incredible. side, wide open. It's like incredible. incredible. The defense didn't see that coming. It wasn't nope. a busted coverage. It was they were so fixated on stopping the run. The yep. linebackers moved in toward the line of scrimmage, and he just went right over the top of yes. where the linebackers should have been. Wide open. Great play call. Wide so. open. Matt Patricia, great. This was a great game for Matt what? Patricia. People want to talk shit about, about him. He's actually had a relatively good season. So I think, and like we said, the thing is, he was a defensive coordinator for us for years. Yeah. To coach defense, you have to know offense inside and out. You have to yeah. know route schemes. You have to know tempo of an offense. You have to know the other team's tendencies, what they're good at. All of this could be worked. It's just, it's, re- what is it? Reverse engineering, back engineering. Yeah. Like when, when you take something yeah, apart, put it back together. It just takes reverse a little engineering. bit. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't even think it was really like a slow burn. Like maybe if I go back and watch the first two games, I can find some questionable play calls. I yeah. think that's anywhere. You know, Kyle Shanahan's one of the best play callers there is. He's called some questionable play calls. It happens. Yeah. So some co- coaches get in the, their thing where they're like, I'm on a roll. Let's see if this fucking works. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive fucking coordinator when the Falcons lost twenty-eight to three. So tell me again how all of a sudden Kyle Shanahan is this genius? No, he fucks up too. 
Like, let's really? stop. Let's he, enough. He ran three passes when they were up 28 to three. Run the fucking ball. All they had to do was run it. And then when they ran it, I mean, we know what happened. But still, yeah. like, yeah, I, I full well, full well agree with you on every everything about Matt Patricia. I think yeah. that it just takes a while. It's a new offense. The execution, like we said, Mac Jones deserves criticism here. Of course he does. But I, but it, it's not... There's just a cap, I think, at how much criticism he should get. It's just all the pieces to the puzzle are coming together. Matt Patricia has had a good year. He had a great game. Great game. In like, place. The, the coaching staff isn't stupid. Bill Belichick is a genius. If he had a problem yep. with Matt Patricia's play calls, do you think he'd still be calling plays? No. Bill would be like, all right, either Mayo's going to do this or yep. Joe Judge is going to do this or I'm going to do this because you're just not getting it done. He clearly likes what's going on here, clearly likes what he's seen in the first four games. If Bill trusts Matt Patricia, then fucking hell, we have to trust Matt Patricia. Let him go. Yeah. Who who is to say that we let are let Patricia smarter? cook? Who's to yeah, exactly. Let let Matty P cook. Like who's to say and we're act, smarter than Bill? Judging Matt by Patricia. the size of him, he probably shouldn't do much with cooking. He he should uh he, pro- like he probably steam, he probably orders out a lot. I'm sure he orders out a lot. I don't see. I him. would imagine so. Big That's Uber Eats guy, but hey, I more would. power to him. He's a fucking stud defensive coordinator, and I like what I see on offense. So he yeah. can order as much as he wants. Yeah, I like it. I just I hope that this this type of offense, because I'm not going to say that this has been that this was the same offense that was being run when Mac Jones was in there. It wasn't. It was more of like an oh, air no. raid offense with him. I hope that the offense that he called on Sunday and the Mac Jones kind of deep pass, all that, you know, big home run type offense, they, they mesh that together. And that's the offense we get moving forward because I think that Mac Jones would be tremendous in this offense, more play action. Why the fuck are we not running more play action with Mac Jones in the game? Like, yeah, come on. And I I can't even hate on the non tight end action anymore because we don't run a pass eccentric offense with Bailey Zappi in there he yeah. had some he took sacks when he shouldn't have of course he, yeah, he, tri- did. he yep. tried to be mobile in situations where he just wasn't fast enough to get away from the defensive line yep. all yep. trials and tribulations yeah yep. sink or swim he sunk a couple times eventually he'll learn to swim type deal yeah it was a flawed but really good game from the quarterback and I guess it would be the way I'd put that yeah, yeah, same thing here. I mean, he did he did what we could expect him now. Next week, when we talk about the Lions game, I'll talk, we'll, you know, obviously go over a little bit who's going to start, probably Zappy, what we expect. I do expect a little bit more next week because he is practicing with the ones. I'm not expecting like a crazy jump, but just maybe just a little bit more confidence, a little bit more zip on the ball. But that's, that's yeah. neither here nor there. I don't know. But in that overtime drive, Patriots get the ball after a nice Marcus Jones punt return. Uh, just you know, Marcus Jones showing just up saying. again. Just they get the ball. They get the ball. They get it to the forty-nine. They're on their own forty-nine. They went three and out. They ended up punting the ball away. Where do you where do you land on this? Because this is the this is the Bucks game. He elected for a long kick instead of going for it. Do you think that? the Patriots should have went for it on fourth and five in overtime. Um, Or do you think that what they did was right? Just the outcome was wrong. I'm very interested to hear what you, where you feel about this, where you stand about this. 
So this is a double-edged sword because the defense can only hold up for so long in even the best defenses. Like mm-hmm. the the 2000 Ravens, you know, you don't expect them to stop the highest rated offense all game. They're going no. to give up points. I think because uh, I watched the documentary and some of the interviews where they said, if we could hold them to less than two touchdowns, we'd win. Mm-hmm. And that's still them going, hey, they are going to score two touchdowns. We just got to keep it under that. Eventually, the defense has to make mistakes. They will give it up. Aaron Rodgers figured it out toward the end. He got hot. He had the back shoulder touchdown to Romeo Dupes, which is the best last name in the league Dubes. right now. Dupes, yep. come yep. on. Yep, yep, awesome name. But, uh, and then he had almost a second touchdown to that motherfucker, and luckily he dropped it. Yeah, yeah, At that, that point. Was... Yeah, scary. And I'll talk about that in a second. But um, at that point, Aaron Rodgers was picking up steam. He was figuring it out. He was getting more comfortable. Seeing what Bill was doing on defense to mess with him, he was getting used to it. So it's tough. It's one of those things where it's like, if they get the ball back, they're probably going to do something with it. And they did. But then again, you also – I didn't have much confidence in the offense either. So it's like – Who's the better of two evils? The tired defense, which has done well all game. Can they get one more stop? Or the offense, which has infinite amount of questions, but has shown some promise. You got to bet on the defense that had a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. What was it? Four sacks? Four sacks. Yep. Four sacks, seven quarterback hits, and a pick six. I'm going to go with the stats on this one. I'm going to say the defense. Yeah. It just seemed like the better option at the time. An offense that puts up 24 points is nothing to sneeze at. But a lot of those were running the ball in overtime. You don't have that much time. Everything is more intensified. The defense is thinking, we just have to stop them right here. One more stop and we're good. We get the ball back and they kick a field goal. At that point, the pressure is all on the offense. So I, I think it was the right move. I wouldn't hate it either way, but Bill went with what he was, he believed was the better chance. And I'm with him on that one where I'm like, all right, you know, Aaron Rodgers has barely had time through the first three quarters to throw the damn ball. He just figured it out in the fourth quarter. If we can just get one more, you know, sack on him, make it second in 15 then I think it'd be golden. I think it'd be mm-hmm. a different story. That means yep. they're forced into a passing situation. Everyone knows on the defensive line knows it's going to be a pass. This is overtime. They need a first down. Yep. Changes the game entirely. Yeah. No, I, it just, it's, I agree because if you go for it on that fourth down, you are on the Packers 46 yard line. I was just trying to figure out the exact yard line they were at. You're at the Packers 46. You don't get it. You give Aaron Rodgers the ball. He needs a first down plus five yards or so to get into range for Crosby to kick a field goal. Would you, would you, do you have better feelings? What do you think the odds are that the Patriots can stop Aaron Rodgers from getting 15 yards or stop him from getting 40, 45 yards? You punted away all day. The drive right before that, the Patriots made the Packers. Packers went three and out. They yeah. got the ball to, in overtime. Boom. Done. Actually, I yep. forget if they went three and out, but either way, they didn't nothing. They end up punting the ball yeah. back. So they swap what, possessions. Like what I it, this is the part I don't get. It's it's in this, I feel even more 
like more, you know, confident about than I was talking about the Bucks game last year because the Bucks game at least there was an argument to maybe go for it because you had Mac Jones, all that stuff, Tom Brady, all rain. that fun stuff. Yeah, this though, Aaron Rodgers, if, if you go for it there. You don't get it. You just saw everyone's talking about how the Patriots offense, this and that. You got the third, um, you know, the third string quarterback, but yet you want them to go for it. Like, wh- what has the offense done so far that day to instill any confidence that they can get that? Not say it's not a criticism to anybody on the offense. It's just matter of fact, third string quarterback things. The offense looked a little bit, like you said, a little disjointed yep. going into the into overtime. Do you feel good about a run on fourth and five is the real question. Cause that's what it would have been. It would not yeah. have been a pass. It would have been a run or maybe a play action, but do you trust, do you trust a run? Most people are going to say no. I pro- even, yeah, a, I trusted a, the run a power on third run down. to strange and Brown side. I, I don't hate it. But no, I but I don't love, love it. it. I would rather you punt the ball away. You held the Packers at that point to 24 points. That is a good game. You had, it, it, it's not like the, the Patriots defense, like, like Belichick was punting away, just saying, oh, my defense sucks. So I'm just going to give them, you know, I'm going to give them a, as long a field as possible to try to figure it out. He said, no, my defense has been the strength. We tried to get yeah. the first down. Couldn't do it. Drive stalled. Shit happens. We're going to punt it away, go with the strength of the team, just like they went with the strength of the offense when they were trying to run the ball for a first down in overtime. I don't, I don't know. It's just the people it's, it's, it's the hindsight, you know, arguments that people make where it's like, Oh, well it didn't happen. So bunch of couch quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't get it. If, if this were, you can't, you can't hate the play call just because of the outcome. That does not make sense. You aren't, that's not fair. That's not fair to the argument because that's like with anything. You got to think about it at in the time and circumstance that it happened because the Ravens went for it on fourth down and Lamar threw a pick. But if they converted on that fourth down, they guaranteed the win. Yep. It's a high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. Because if you, I think in the Ravens situation, they were only up three. So you turn it over, Buffalo is probably going to go down and score. And they did and they lost. So you look at it at the time and you go, that was a bold move. But it was also, you know, if you get that, you're guaranteeing the win. It it outweighs the negatives of it because then you're like, all right, is my defense, my defense probably going to have to stop them either way. Yeah. Yeah. So decisions get made in the NFL all the time. Every single play decisions get made. Like people can say that, oh, this run, you know, this, this, you know, H halfback toss went for seven yards. The next one goes for no gain. Oh my God. Why'd you run that? Well, cause it just fucking worked. So you're going to yeah. run the ball. Like, like you, it's, it, it's very weird. It's like this weird thing. Every fan base does it. It's not just that this isn't just Patriot centric, but it's no. like, you can't hate on something just because you didn't like the outcome. When, what has been, when that choice has led to good things pretty much for the whole game. Patriots defense has played well the whole yeah. game. Of course, you know, little things here and there. They gave up some big passes to Rodgers. But on the drive right before that, they did well. On the drive last drive in the fourth quarter, they did well. They held them. So punt it away. See what's going to happen. Now, if, if Mac Jones is back there, do you think they go for it? I Even then, I don't think so. But if that's the case, I don't think that they run the ball. 
yeah. on second. Then they in. pass. Yeah, then they yeah. pass. So, so I saw people trying to make that argument. I don't even think you can make that because I think if Mac Jones is in the game, one, the Patriots win the game. I do not. Yeah. I think judging by like close. hindsight, since we're talking about hindsight, looking at how the Patriots defense played in, in what went down, I think the Patriots win this game going away. If Mac Jones like, is in it, we were up 10 to seven at halftime. We put up more than 10 points in the first half. If Mac Jones is in there. Oh yeah. There were play where think of the conservative play. And of course, like I, I would the, assume the opening drive, the it, Brian Hoyer took them all the way down for a field goal. You like to think Mac Jones would have got them closer. Yeah. You like, and again, we're, we're assuming that the, the mistakes don't come from Mac Jones, you know, with the picks that he's been throwing here and there, but yes, I, I just, I, I don't, and that's why we're saying this team is actually pretty damn good because if the team is good, if you have a better quarterback that you can plug in there, the team is just going to get better. Like it, it, that's why this moral victory thing, it sounds like such a loser's mentality and people don't like to talk about it, but that's what this is. The team is really good. That's what they showed. And I think that bill punting it in overtime it's not one of those things where he didn't have faith in the offense or that. No, he looked at it like a smart individual and said, huh, do I want to give Aaron Rodgers the ball back with basically a first down and then a little bit more. And he's in field goal range. Cause that's all you need it's at over. that point guys. Yeah. And it's over with Crosby, who is a great kicker. A a, Max Crosby is a very good kicker. He's no Justin Tucker, no, but he Max. is a, he, Max is the defensive end. Mason Crosby, Mason Crosby, Mason Crosby. He is a, he is so a good, <laughs> he is a good kicker. Again, like I said, he's no, you know, Tucker, he's no Adam Vinatieri in his prime, no, but he, he easily make that kick in Lambeau 10 times out of 10 times, or do you punt yeah. it away? Maybe you have a good punt, which they did. They gave, I think the Packers were on what, like the 12 yard line or something. It was a decent punt. It yeah. just, it just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. That's all that happened. It shit shit Aaron happens. Rodgers. It sucks. And I know he's a top sucks. five quarterback of all time. Like what he do you is. expect? So like, I, it is what it is. They had a chess match and it just so happened that Belichick ran out of pieces because Aaron Rodgers said, Oh, you have all those pieces, but I still have my queen. All we had yes. were like a couple of rooks and a horse Checkmate. And, and maybe like one pawn. That's what we were working yeah. with. We weren't even working with, with a full chess board here. Aaron Rodgers had everything there. So one in three, it's not a good, it's not a great place to be. I don't like it. The fucking Jets have a better record. It, yeah, but that won't last. We know that, that well, won't we last. neither will Miami either with two. No. That will I, not I would imagine they could very well lose every game after this. But I even if Tua comes back, I still don't have faith in them. But no. No. Uh how exciting was it, I guess would be the word. Or passion inducing was it to see how into this game bill belichick was when he oh, was yelling at people headset flipping out at the raft when they were reviewing that romeo dupes drop he was losing it and i was like it was one of those greg popovich where he's like i'm gonna get ejected in the first 30 seconds of this game to hype the team up but you don't really do that in football because you need a coach in basketball the players can just coach themselves basically for him to just be absolutely going apeshit, just destroying his headset, the amount of F-bombs that they had to, like, try and cover up, they would pan away from him, pan back. and do it. He'd be like, what the fuck? What is that call? Flipping out. Fuck, 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 fuck. Right in the ref seat. They pan back. Ear. He's still yelling. He's still swearing. Yeah. They couldn't do anything with it. I loved it. Oh, my God. Bill loves this team. Yeah. And, and that – God, you had that – 
bullshit guy. Now that I'm in New Hampshire, I'm listening to local radio. So I hear all like the takes like that we can talk about. And, like yeah. you hear the, oh, you know, I don't think that Bill likes this team. You know, these aren't like Patriots teams of old. Yeah, no shit. Patriots I teams think of that's old. That's what he likes about it. Yeah, he, I think he he's likes like, this, this is shit. a new challenge. This, this is, is his thing. He's like, listen, I won with Tom. Like, we won. We did our thing. You know what? Do you know what you give to someone? Has it all? You're like, you know, what? we're going to take it all away from you. We're going to make you build it again. And Belichick's like, let's fucking go. This is he's my like, shit. He's like, for 20 years, I dealt with a offense that was so stifling and defense, special teams. Coaching was an afterthought. Now I get to run the ball. I get oh. to play defense. Oh my God. I bet he probably stays up at night and just looks at like run plays just after run play. And he's like, Oh, listen, what's his wife's name? Linda that I'll be, yeah. I'll be in bed soon. Let me just, let me just watch a few he's more. Like Linda I'm like, watching this army Navy game from 1946. Oh, I can God. use some of these plays. And he does that though. We we've heard him say he does that. He'll be in press conferences. Yeah. He'll be like, Oh yeah. Well, you know, the, you know, Bama, whatever game, you know, back in 58, they ran a similar play to this. So we figured that, you know, the defensive coordinator's stepdad was actually the coach. So maybe he would, he would see it and get confused so we tricked them and like he yeah. that's the shit that he like, gets dude, off on. are you pro football focus like what are you saying he he <laughs> he loves this loves it and by the way before we go any further my game breaker from last week matt judon let me just let me just take like a little like a little victory lap here i'm two for yep. two on game breakers Devonte parker matt judon three tackles two assists one sack all over the field causing destruction causing destruction everywhere he went red sleeves and on the abundant. even when he was on the sideline he was so animated he was so ready to go he loves this he even said like in his press conference like not just losing like no more of it like it just you can tell this this team like i think matthew slater even said he's like it's been a long time since i felt this good or this uh or it, it wasn't like this good it was like since i felt this good towards the guys in this locker room this yeah. fucking team we said it last year and you know obviously the season didn't end how we wanted but this team has grown together the newcomers have come in and they've built on it and everything mac jones everybody would fucking die for mac jones it seems like yeah. so i this it, it goes back to what you said this is such a good team they just need to put it together mac jones being out kind of fucks that up the rest of their schedule should let them kind of get back to where they should yes. be and continue to move on but like you can tell like you said seeing belichick yell like that that's how you know it's like oh, oh. Fuck yeah. yeah, see it. Like he, he hasn't lost his passion at whatever age he is. I think he's seventy-five or he, however friggin' yeah, old he is. He is still like a like a thirty-three-year-old in heart, just like yeah. yelling at people, hasn't cursing lost them a out. Grip of passion, not at all. And that, and I think that is that's a another takeaway. I guess you can take from this is that you know Belichick's not dejected. You know, I guess like all the things he's been saying to the team, where it's like guys, you know where. We had a good game. You know, we were a couple plays away. He understands it. And of course you had people, oh my God, Belichick is talking like this. What a loser way to talk, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's not. He knows the team. He he knows the team a fucking lot better than you do. You don't know shit about fuck. This guy's sitting here looking at the team going, we are like this close to putting yeah. it all together. 
Like, cause if you think about it, if you take away even some of those picks, not even all the picks, just like the, the backbreaking ones that Mac Jones has thrown, which has really only been like two, like really backbreaking yeah. picks and, and, and turnovers. Kind of Nelly. both of them came in the Ravens game, but they yeah. Did. yeah, they did. They did. And then, you know, Nelly's had a couple of things and there's been some fumbles here. And there. if you take away those uncharacteristic turnovers, I know that's such a loser thing to say too. Patriots are what three and one, like you yep. said, two and two before. So I, this is this team. I have, I'm very something excited special to see them. here. Very, this, like, you know, like the Super Bowl, we won't talk about the Eagles, how they were like, you know, people like they got in the playoffs and people were like, they were the dogs. This is kind of weird. Oh, oh, then the Giants, too, that Super Bowl when they were what, yeah. nine and seven or something. And it was like, yeah, these guys shouldn't be like, you know, one of these things is not like the when other. the Ravens won the Super Bowl, they like snuck into the wild card and you're like, hmm, okay, they beat Andrew Locke. They won't beat Peyton Manning. Oh my God, they beat Peyton Manning. Okay, but they won't beat the Patriots. Oh my God, they beat the Patriots. And then they're like, Holy shit, how are the Ravens in the Super Bowl? That's all it takes. Cause and if you look at the AFC, other than your top three teams, you got the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Ravens. And honestly, the Bills don't look like these fucking world beaters either. No. Josh Allen just stole the ball right to fall. defenders. I told you. The Ravens should have beat them, and I was pissed that they didn't, but should've. but whatever. The one like, time you're rooting for the Ravens. Other than those three teams, which I think given their, given the bills, you know, weaknesses and stuff, their secondary is kind of all injured. They're still one of the top three teams in the AFC. You got the, the chiefs, the Ravens and the bills. Those are your top three. Other than that, what team can you confidently say the Patriots can't beat? I know they can lose to anyone. That's a, that's the wild card we have right now, but they can beat the Steelers. They've beaten them. Well, the Steelers aren't even in the mix. Uh, Honestly, they can beat the Ravens, but we won't talk about that. And I was, I was going to say, I honestly believe they can beat all those teams. Like I think Bill would have a killer game plan as he has before. He has, he's had that before. The only thing that stopped that was the Tyree kill effect where he just chucks it up to him. And then which Tua try or not even Tua. Um, but no, it was to it in the game and it, people are trying to do in that Miami offense now, just chuck it up to, to Tyree kill in, and they're getting picks. Yep. Like I, I, I just don't see any team like the Bengals. They don't necessarily scare me. Like I thought they would, their offensive line is horrible, which is the horrible. main that like, that is the biggest thing for an offense. We've seen it. Uh, the Raiders the don't only scare thing they me. fixed in the off season too. Yeah. So funny. Just supposedly. didn't work. Like the, the Raiders don't scare you. The Colts suck. Uh, I mean, the Jaguars are better than we thought, but Titans I don't think suck. that the Titans are horrible. Uh, like the Dolphins, not worried about them. Like I, I, and the Jets don't even, that's, that's silly. Like, I, I don't, I don't Although, see a way this team doesn't. Do you see my boy Braxton Berrios' touchdown pass? No, I try, I tried to avoid Braxton Berrios highlights. Well, you know, the best player <laughs> on the Jets had the Braxton Berrios. Yep. Well, yep. good for him. Good for him. Um, so yeah, with this game, do you before we kind of talk about the Lions game breakers and we're out, do you have any closing thoughts on this on this Green Bay game? Anything that we haven't we haven't hit on? Anything you have moving forward, overarching thoughts? Because my thing is just I'm happy, I'm good, keep moving. Bailey's happy. Let's go. We're riding into next week. Yeah, I mean, I said my game breaker is Jack Jones. That's kind of a clear cut. He was Jack Jones. phenomenal. In in this game, like the only option for a game breaker is the defense because it was so good. But yeah, I mean, other than that, fucking 
this, we got a good team. That's all I have to say. Like everyone yep. shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's, that's where, that's where it, that's where it ends there. And it'll, it'll begin next week again, or this Sunday, everybody will talk the lions. Now you mentioned the lions have this crazy offense, right? That's what everybody talks about. The Lions uh, lost 38 to 35. Oh, they scored 35 points going into, you know, against Philly. That's cool. Going into the fourth quarter, they were down double digits. They were down because I think after the second, they were down 24 to 14. Then they were down 24, 35 to 21 going into, um, or, or 38, 21 going into, going into the fourth quarter. So you don't think that maybe the defense let up a little bit that the Eagles defense, maybe, you know, yeah, there were a lot of question marks back. on that Eagles defense uh, now, week one after that. Uh, yeah, of course there were now going into uh, playing the commanders. They actually had a good game. Uh, they beat them 36, 27, um, you know, commanders suck though. So I don't, I'm not going to put much stock into Still, that. 27 points is a decent amount of points. That's... Yeah, no, that's very solid. I mean, the Packers just scored that. That, that is a solid, solid, solid thing. But then you look at the, um, the Vikings game, 24 points, nothing crazy. Patriots just scored 24 points. So, I mean, that's yep. not, you know, this, this crazy thing. And then yeah, the it, Seahawks game. Crazy madness. That's the one everybody wants to talk about. So the going into the fourth quarter, the C, the Seattle Seahawks had 38 points. The Lions had 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, had 23 points. Going into the fourth, you don't think that maybe the Seahawks defense let up a little bit, had a little prevent defense in there That's when the Lions saying. were down three fucking scores. Like, and then it just turned into a crazy shootout. Seattle isn't a great team anyway, but no, although like, Geno Smith is for some reason playing okay. Yeah, wait, I don't I don't like that. Like, come on. Um, but yeah. so so yeah, sure. They they score a lot. They are one of, if not the best, rushing attack in the NFL. I forget which kind of is the a little Eagles worse. Eagles are the best, but yeah. Eagles are the best, yeah. Uh I, I know the Lions are up there a little bit, but yeah, I mean Eagles are the best team in the league statistically or, or record wise, I guess. Yeah. Record wise, um, statistically, no matter how you want to cut it, it hurts. I want to, I want to cut your tongue off every time you talk about the Eagles. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Lions, man, they're going into it. They Patriots just signed Jamie Collins, by the way. So that'll help with the run yep. of the rush. Defense. So I'm expecting, you know, a, a light game from Jamie Collins, maybe two sacks, a pick six, a couple yeah. pass deflections, nothing crazy, but comes in and makes a bit of an impact. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Lions, though, first rated in scoring points and last rated in giving up points. Like they give up the most points or first rated in giving up points as well. They give yep. up the most points. Yep. They score the most points. Their defense isn't very good. Yeah. No, they are. Their defense right now is on pace to be the worst defense in NFL history. So I don't care. I don't care. And they can't, they can't stop the run to save their life. So Stevenson and Damian Harris should eat next week. I don't care who is under center. The Patriots are winning this game. Um, I oh, I will go as far to say if the Patriots lose to the Lions, I will officially have my hand pressing the panic button because I think that that is inexcusable if you lose to the Lions at home. 
there is just no reason for that to happen. I understand everything we said. Jared Goff isn't great. Freaking, um, it, it, like, uh, what's his name? Belichick already ran circles around him in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like, what I are held him to three fucking points? Yeah, tell him the three points. So I don't think he's going to be, you know, lighten it up. Sure, they might run run the ball a ton, but eventually you're going to have to pass it. Jared Goff can't pass on a Bill Belichick defense. So no, I there think is it's, no he's reason. also going to be riding high. He had a four touchdown game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm looking at it right now. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he's going to be riding high, thinking that he can go in and pass all over Bill's defense, and no. he is in for quite the surprise. And I yeah. hope Jack Jones has something to do with that. I would love to see Jamie Collins have something to do with that. Yeah, but. I just think it's one of those things. I wouldn't be hitting the panic button. It would suck. It would suck really bad. Like, it would mm-hmm. suck really bad. But until Mac comes back, and if Mac looks shaky after the injury, then I'm like, all right, the season's fucking over. But until it is truly fucking over, until the nail is in the coffin and, you know, we are three and six or whatever, a bad record, then I'd be like, yeah. all right, it's over. Because I think, like you said, the – conference isn't scary like you can make the playoffs going 10 and 7 yeah yeah maybe even nine depending on what happens with some of these other teams because they're gonna end up eating each other all the teams that are fighting for the wild card or whatever they're gonna end up losing to each other when they end up playing so it's gonna jacksonville's at the bottom and they're still gonna keep chipping away at wins for the colts and the titans and anyone else they face yeah yeah so and like so it might seem a little and i think me having my hand right on that panic button is because i I'm just so confident going into this game. I there yeah. there should be, and I don't care how the win happens. It might look very ugly depending on what's going on back there. I do not care how how they win. Are you expecting some prolific win. passing game from Bailey Zappi, or your your confidence just run? So I'm my confidence is very strong because of my game breaker this week, Ramondre Stevenson. I know you yep. picked him before. I'm picking him yeah, this last week. week. I think he is going to have. And normally I would pick Damian Harris, but I just think it's, it's the same reason why I picked Ramondre for this past game. It's like, all right, Damian is going to eat. He's had a touchdown three straight games. Yeah. If we are going to have a dynamic run attack, we need a strong contribution from Ramondre. Mm -hmm. That's either a touchdown or the uh, four catches for 23 yards that he gave us in last game. Like four catches for a running back is pretty damn good. Austin Eckler gets like five a game. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. I have him in fantasy, so yeah, I know he's doing. He's doing pretty. Me well. too. What a great game! He's, last he's doing pretty well. Holy he's shit. doing pretty well. Um, I am immediate, immediate. Take back my take. I'm picking Damian Harris just because you picked Ramondre yeah. Stevenson last week. I don't want to pick the same time, the same, the same one this week. I'm going to pick Damian Harris. I think he has, he has a touchdown. And he goes over 100 yards. Um, I think that Stevenson still has a good game, 60 yards or so. Maybe he gets a touchdown as well. I, I don't know. Um, but I feel like this is going to be another one of those games where the Patriots just pound the ball. Time of possession is going to be crazy. It's going to be like two to one at the end of the game. Like the Patriots are going to own time of possession. Um, I just, I, you need to win this game because the next game you have the Browns in Cleveland, who knows if Mac Jones comes back for that, that then, which I don't think he should. I'm, I'm going to make my prediction now. I think Mac Jones comes back for the Bears game October 24th at home. It's a primetime so game. The, that's the game after the Lions? That's the game after the it, – it goes Lions, Browns, then Bears. So, oh, so oh my. Two Lions, Tigers, now. and Bears. Yeah, because I think that maybe he can come back against the Browns. 
but I feel like it's one of those things where Bill just being super, super cautious, gonna, gonna kind of hold him back, depending on how the Lions game goes. If he's confident with all that stuff, I think they sit him down. I think he comes back against the Bears, but I think regardless of when Mac Jones comes back, Patriots beat the Lions. I don't know the score. Don't really care what it is. Just it needs to be a win. We need to get back in the win column. We said this same exact stuff last year against uh, after we lost to the Bucks. The same thing. We need to get back in the win column. I want to know how it feels like to win again. Losing sucks. All that yep. stuff. So I don't know who my game breakers, Damian Harris. I think he's going to, like I said, uh, over 100, have a touchdown. Patriots win. We all feel good. Um, Bailey Zappi, I think he'll have a good game, though. I think he'll have uh, just yeah. an efficient game. That That's why I'm leaning towards him as my very bold game breaker. I'm expecting an extremely efficient game. Once again, because... 10 of 15 is nothing to sneeze at. I am thinking that he gives us two passing touchdowns, no picks, and takes care of the ball. Probably under 20 attempts is what I would say. That that seems like my safe bet. But I think it's going to be one of those things where you run the shirt out of the ball, get to the goal line, and then throw them off with some passes. I think Bailey Zappi – this is all pending if he's a starter. Like we said, I don't think Hoyer's coming back. No. If Hoyer starts, then he very well will take the place and be my game breaker. Whoever the quarterback is, is going to have to put on a master class of efficiency. Because this like is a, not a good defense. This is a shit defense. So if Hard. anyone can go in, it's our fourth string or third string, fourth round rookie. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. So yeah, I I, I like that though. I would love that. If if Zappy has that type of game, the Patriots win. There's just no way because there's no way that the Lions are going to be able to throw on this defense um, or, or really do much of anything other than run the ball against this defense. You're not going to beat them just running because even the Packers needed some Aaron Rodgers magic to beat them. Um, you know, even though they ran for what, like a buck 90 or something like that, something crazy, but um, there's just, there's no way the Patriots will beat the Lions. We'll be back in the win column two and three going into the Browns game, which, We'll talk about that too. Feel confident going into that as well. So especially yep. if Mac Jones is back, even though I don't think he will be, but, um, but yeah, also last thing we'll bring up, we just mentioned it a little bit before no need to really talk about it. Cause it's happened four times before or three times prior. Welcome back. Jamie Collins. Yep. Pleasure I, to have you back on. Board, I, got, I got nothing to say. Maybe yeah. could have been bold to pick Jamie Collins as my game breaker for this week, but who knows? Um, could have been. Could yeah, have been. That'd be nice. Um, so, I have one more closing statement. Let's go. And I know you're going to love this. Oh, and I'm sure you lit up when this happened. I probably did. <sighs> the glory moments of last year's Patriots are back. Kendrick Bourne had an end around and he got his usual 15 yards. He did. He Every did. Time. Now, now we didn't time. win. So, uh, nope. but still we're back in the game. I saw that and I left out of my seat. I saw him yeah, in motion. I was back. like, could it be? Could it be? I know. Are we going to get it? And he going. got it. And yep. like he got it, and immediately I, I like I looked away. I was like, "Yeah, no, this is gonna be good, guys. Don't yep. worry." First I down, know. you're like, "I'm going to get watch. another beer." We First down, baby. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna, this is I gonna know be how fine. this goes. Yeah, I've this read this be book good. before. Yeah, I, I know how this one ends. First down, simple as that. <laughs> Wherever the first down marker is, it's a first down. So yep. yeah, I give me more of that. Give me more, and also little tease. Don't know if it's gonna happen. Tyquan Thornton, yes, rookie wide receiver. Depending on if he practices this week, 
he's eligible to come back. So yep. who knows what the offense is going to look like with him That'd back cool. here. I would love to see him in there, but I, I don't think so. I think that's a couple weeks down the line thing. I don't know if in. Bailey Zappi could take advantage of what he has to offer. So no. I would be holding out to see what he can do with Mac, who's yeah. now apparently almost too willing to throw it down the field, but that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I guess this yep. Thornton dude is, is like Tyreek Hill fast. So like, I'm fine with that. You want to just chuck yep. it up, just past we'll everybody and he'll just run under it. I'm down. I'm ready for Big it. Talk. But, but a uh, Lions game, I, I feel like we'll be, we'll be coming into next week's podcast. Happy after a win. I think so we'll finally, you know, be able to not drink ourselves into sadness after a Patriots game. We'll be able to, you know, watch nice. the rest of the games with glee and hope that we get more news about Tom Brady having a divorce. So um, for, for Liam McDade, I am Mike Sullivan. This was Tuck Rule Takes, the Ronnie Perkins episode. See you next season, Ronnie Perkins. Um, see you next week, hopefully after a win. Let's go. Who hurt you? <laughs> Ronnie Perkins did. Ronnie Perkins and the Eagles did. Fly goes fly. Sweet feet. Sweet feet. <laughs>